on this episode, the business of you and the energetics of masturbation. This is the Holistic Alpha Male Optimization Podcast, where we help you unleash your true power as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Stephen Mathis. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate you guys being a part of the tribe, growing every day. By the way, a reminder, if you'd like to schedule a coaching call with me, you can do that via the link in the show notes. We start with a single call, and then if you'd like to discuss ongoing coaching, we can discuss it on that call. So I'm here to help you. If you would like support, book a coaching call. Like I said, you can find the link in the show notes. Let's talk about the business of being you. I see, fundamentally, I see two uh, essentially groups of people in life and how they approach the journey of life and the journey of uncovering uh, and expanding into our best selves and uh, creating the life that we want to create and getting the most life out of our life. Now, everybody is unique. Everybody has their own journey, but fundamentally, one of the ways that I see it is there are really two groups of people and the people that I see doing some version of what I would call and what they would probably call kicking ass of growing, of expanding, of learning and improving and healing and building and getting the most life out of their life. And they're not perfect, right? Because none of us are, but they're on that journey and they're on that journey in a very positive forward moving forward stepping way right? Those people versus the people that I see not doing that, not growing, not really learning and healing and expanding and building themselves into who they want to be. The fundamental difference is this, the people who are really on that positive path, they approach the building of themselves like they would approach the building of a business. And let me explain what I mean by that. I don't really mean the, the marketing side of the business, even though I know, yes, that's where, uh, that's a fundamental piece of the business being built. The part I'm talking about is the running of the business. So let's say you have a business that has all the, you know, you're a retail business and a gazillion people walk by your store every single day and you're marketing on the outside, your signage, uh, the vibe outside, the location you're in, all these things are very conducive. It gets people in the store, right? Once you're, once you get people into your business, what it really comes down to, if you're going to uh, grow it and build it, and there's some very famous examples where this is precisely the case because it is what makes a difference. Um, the fundamental difference is two things. It is systems and it is metrics. It's tracking. The only way you can improve a machine, which is really what the running side of a business is. It's a machine. The only way you can improve a machine is to have systems in place and to track and improve those systems. So they run better and work better over time. You have to have metrics and you have to have systems, a very famous example. And you can learn a lot more about the story is something that I uh, have a love, mostly hate relationship with, which is McDonald's. McDonald's is pure poison. Don't eat it, please. But McDonald's is a fantastic example of systems and tracking because McDonald's became what they became because Ray Kroc was fantastic 
at building systems. It is systems that made McDonald's into what it is. It's certainly not food quality, <laughs> right? Or how healthy it is. Um, and lots of companies have good marketing. Their marketing is not exceptional, I would say. It's not the thing that built their brand. What built them is systems. And as part of those systems, you have to have tracking metrics. Now, this is the way we want to approach our life. This is the way we want to approach the building of us. If you want to get from point A to point B, where point A is where you are right now, and point B is this improved version of you, this is improved version of your life, or whatever it is you want to build, and then you want to get to point C and D and E and F, what is going to get you there is systems and metrics. Now, for a human being, for a man, our systems are our habits. And our metrics are the tracking of those habits. When you optimize your habits, you're optimizing the systems that run you. And when you have metrics in place for those systems, then you understand what systems are working well, what systems are not working well, what systems need some attention, what systems need to be replaced by a whole new system that accomplishes the same function much better. Right? When you approach you, when you approach yourself and your journey of growth this way, that's when I see people consistently improving and growing over time, not just going through, you know, a month or two or three where they do better at something and then they kind of fall back or making sort of small gains here and there. But the people that I see consistently getting better and better and better and getting more expansive as a human being, as a man, and, the, and getting closer and closer to those far off kind of targets, those places they want to get to, the people I see making meaningful progress are the people who approach it this way. And there's different ways to do this. You know, some people are writing on pieces of paper and sticky notes. Some people are using apps. Some people are journaling every week, doing weekly reviews. There's a million different ways to kind of look at this. But the bottom line is you must optimize your habits and you have to track and have metrics around those habits if you're going to optimize them. So if you're unsure how to kind of really move forward, if you feel like you're not really moving forward, that's the place, that's the place to look. What are your habits? Because those are the systems. And how are you tracking them? Something I do with every single client is we set up tracking for this. We set up shared tracking so that we can both see it and we set up that tracking and then we start off at the beginning of our coaching by establishing, okay, what are the systems? And then over time, those grow and change and adapt. So week by week, month by month, we're constantly evaluating and evolving. Okay, what are the systems? Which systems are doing well? Which systems are really making a meaningful difference in the overall outcome? Which systems maybe not so much, right? So this process of modifying and optimizing and dialing in your habits is everything. It is everything because the vast majority of you in five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, the vast majority of you is going to be you as a result of your habits between now and then, not as a result of the individual 
you know, isolated experiences. Yes, sometimes those can change you in meaningful ways, but largely who you will be, the version of you that you will be six months from now, five years from now, whenever, is going to be a result of your habits between now and then. So address the systems and track them. Figure out what are the habits that you need to have in place in order to get to where you want to go. What systems do you need to have in place that are part of the machine to make the machine do what you want it to do? And then track those and then evaluate them and look at them constantly. What system is going well and what result is that bringing? Dialing in which ones are the most important. Sometimes, often, in fact, a lot of guys don't realize what systems are actually the most important ones and what systems move the needle the most because they're not all going to be equal. If you have, say, 10 different habits that matter, good or bad, not all of them are going to move the needle the same amount. There's going to be a few that, that move it much more. So dialing in that and figuring out which are the ones that move the needle the most in the positive direction, direction and making sure that you have tracking that those are getting done. So approach yourself as a business and you will, I promise you, you will make much more consistent, uh, repeatable, reliable growth and improvement and movement forward. Let's talk about the energetics of masturbation. I got an email from a listener who asked me, I'm sort of paraphrasing here, he asked me, in essence, I have a teen that I'm mentoring, or one of the teens I'm mentoring, asked me, does masturbation reduce strength? And he was basically passing that question on to me. And here's what I would say to that, and what I said to him, in essence, is this, we must understand the difference between masturbation and ejaculation. This is the fundamental thing that gets guys in this place of confusion and, and on a, on a path that doesn't help them that in fact drags them down. And then even if once they figure out that that path has dragged them down, this is the number one thing that sort of causes confusion in the community of men, of all of us as men is the difference between masturbation and ejaculation. They are two completely different things, even though most guys view them as one. If you went out and surveyed, you know, 98, 99% of guys would basically kind of refer to them in the same as the same thing. And often if you see this talked about, you know, on social media, you'll see posts about, you know, especially on places like Twitter, but you'll see posts about masturbation, draining your energy and, you know, no, no masturbation month and whatever, all these things, right? There's a fundamental misunderstanding that all of those guys are lumping together masturbation and ejaculation. They are two different things and we can separate them and we can masturbate without ejaculating, which is very important. And actually the path that we want to go because the energetics of masturbation is this masturbation actually increases energy. Sexual activity boosts your hormones. The, the masturbation part of masturbation lifts you up, energizes you. The ejaculation part of, of that process energetically drags you down. It does reduce your strength. It has a hormonal impact. It has an energetic impact on so many different levels. Your, your mental, emotional kind of energy and vibe and confidence. 
your literal physical energy, think about what is essentially happening. When we ejaculate, the body immediately, boom, goes to work to replace that. Therefore, it has to shift a bunch of energy into that process to replace that semen that was released. And it takes a lot of energy because semen can literally create an entirely new human being. Therefore, it is a lot of energy that is used to create that. So as soon as you ejaculate, boom, immediate drop in physical energy, strength, in confidence, enthusiasm, drive, discipline. Now, different guys experience this in different sort of varying amounts. And it's going to kind of depend on your age and how often you're having sex and what your baseline is and all those things. But the bottom line is the same, which is masturbation, boosts energy, ejaculation, drains energy. So separate the two. You don't have to do them together. You can masturbate without ejaculating. And if you do, it's called edging. That's the edging that I talk about on a very regular basis. And that has the potential to massively benefit you energetically as a human being in addition to massively benefiting you as a sexual human being and improving erections and stamina and working through sexual anxiety and all of these amazing things that you can do through a mindful porn free edging practice but that's the fundamental start is we've got to recognize that masturbation energetically good ejaculation energetically negative that's the fundamental difference and again the the sad fact is that so many guys the vast majority of the guys do not understand that difference so separate them please make a mindful regular edging practice a part of your life i promise you it will bring you benefits now there's a few of you who may not be quite in the exact moment when you want to start that, if you're in the very, very, very early stages of getting off of porn, and I do mean very early stages, because going this like hard mode, not doing any kind of sexual activity long-term, not the path. Other than if you're in that maybe very specific window when you a little brief entire break could be good, for the vast majority of guys, a mindful, meditative edging practice AKA masturbating without ejaculating is a very, very positive thing. And I've seen it over and over again and over and over and over and over again, countless times now where when guys institute that in their life and it becomes a regular thing, their energy goes up, their vibe goes up. They start kicking ass. They start walking around the world with like a whole different frame. It changes everything. So retain your semen recognize that there is a negative energetic impact of ejaculation, but do masturbate. That's called edging masturbation without ejaculation. Now, one last thing to say on that for now, which is practicing semen retention does not mean never ejaculating again. It just means doing it much less frequently. So that might mean every week or two or every month or two or you know, again, that's going to kind of depend on where you are in the journey and a variety of factors in your life. But the bottom line is we're ejaculating less often, not never, less often. And when you do that, but you still masturbate on a regular basis, I would recommend edging on a daily basis. Make time for it. It's an investment in you. 
your energy will be going up because you feed the part of that system that feeds your energy and you're reducing the part of that process that drains your energy. Thank you for listening again. I really appreciate you guys. Again, if I can do anything, if you have uh, feedback, by the way, if you're on Spotify, use that little uh, reply. If you go to the, the uh, episode page for this episode on Spotify, uh, there's actually a like Q&A type reply. You can reply to me right there. Or if you're on any platform, anywhere, you can text me 801-742-1439. Or again, if you'd like to schedule a coaching call, do that with me via the link in the show notes. I appreciate you guys. Send you guys all my best. Go out, get after it. I hope you have a good weekend coming up. As I record this, it is uh, on Thursday evening. So remember that the weekend is a great time to not go out and get drunk and waste the whole weekend. It is instead a great time to work on you, to take that extra time to meditate, to maybe take that extra time to get some edging in, to get that workout in, to go outside, to go for a hike, to read, to meditate, to journal, do all the things, take the time to work on you. And that includes you guys with families. I understand. I have three kids. I've had a family. I have a family. I get that family life on the weekend looks different than your work week if you're working Monday to Friday. However, you can take time on that weekend with the family to do things like meditate and edge and you know get that workout in. Do the things that you need to do to work on yourself. Maybe you get up a little bit earlier before the family does. Maybe you just take some time. Guys, I'm going to meditate. I tell my kids this all the time. My kids know this very well that, you know, in the morning, sometime after they're, they're up, I'm generally up before they are, but usually sometime after they're up is when I'm going to meditate and I tell them I'm going to meditate <laughs> and I take that little bit of time. And yes, if you have very young kids, maybe you need to kind of work with your you know, spouse to make that happen, but you can make that time happen. So take the weekend to use it in a positive way. Keep growing, keep kicking ass. Send you guys all my best. I really deeply appreciate you. Have an awesome rest of your day and we'll talk to you soon.